0: WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning, being brought to you by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland, on the south side of lacrosse, and by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. And right now, let's uh, let's talk a little trout fishing here this morning. And uh, joining me on the phone is Matt Wagner, down at the Driftless Angler in Viroqua morning matt what a beautiful morning we've got in the area isn't it good
1: morning kevin it's a great weekend for a uh, long holiday weekend for sure
0: mm-hmm. definitely definitely well let's let's uh let's let's hop in and, and, and start talking about uh uh some late season trout fishing here we've got uh, a little bit of time left on the uh, on the calendar to get out to some of the uh, some of the area streams here I, I i guess overall maybe um you know let's just start out by talking a little bit about um you know do a fall uh, I, and i know you're i know you're busy checking somebody out here so uh but uh, my i guess my first question is overall what uh, what are, how do things uh, sort of are, are set up here for uh for the next several weeks as far as uh, as far as trout fishing goes well,
1: it's looking, this is what we almost consider another peak of season, that mid-September to mid-October when season closes. As temperatures dip, both water and air, it's far more pleasant to be outside to begin with, but it really starts to get the, uh, the insect life on the trout streams and then therefore the trout moving as well. So we're really looking forward after a, uh, you know, a crummy year with uh, everything going on right now to some good late-season trout fishing and, and being outside in fresh air.
0: And I guess what have, uh, what have you seen? And I know I, 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 look at your, your fishing reports on your, uh, uh driftlessangler.com website, uh, you know, but what, uh, you know, how are, how are things shaping up as far as, uh, you know, the fish and, you know, any, any major changes that you've seen so far this summer?
1: No, fishing's been really, really good overall. Outside of the few hot spills that we've had, uh, the rivers have, have held up uh, flow-wise and temperature-wise, and it's pretty normal this year. Nothing, no major curveballs, and you know, knock on wood, no major floods to throw the throw us into a. Uh, uh, chaotic situation, but what we're seeing right now, this time of year, is we're still in the middle of terrestrial season, which is a ton of fun. We're fishing ants and beetles and grasshoppers right up against the banks or under under hanging brush, and having fish come up and smash them on the surface. Adding a little head down below that, we have both the surface and subsurface covered, and it's really really nice fishing. As we get a little bit later into summer and early fall, we start to see some blueing to olives hatching again too. so as our temperatures dip around two thirty three o'clock we start seeing some fish actually rise to a uh, match the hatch situation of those fall olives
0: and uh, speaking of uh, of of the hatches and things like that, are we uh, kind of to the point now where where the hatches are sort of happening all day long or as opposed to maybe you know like the early in the morning or you know late afternoon almost evening kind of hatches or, or are, are are we starting to see things pretty much across the board all day long?
1: Almost. Typically what happens is when the sun is off the water, so from sun up until about, oh, say, 10 o'clock or so, you'll get some true hatch activity and some fish coming up and eating, and then midday they take a bit of a break, the bugs take a bit of a break, and they'll reconvene at about two thirty, three o'clock and then start rising again until dark. In that middle portion of the day when it's, dead in terms of, of rising fish and hatching insects again we're fishing those little terrestrials so that's when they come out to play when when the sun's warm the banks enough to get rid of the dew a little bit of a wind picks up and all those little creepy crawlies on the bank are falling in and getting eaten by trout that uh
0: that, that sounds uh, that sounds good too and and of course too that uh, you know with the uh uh changing of the seasons here as we sort of transition into to fall as well it's not so bad being out during the middle part of the day as opposed to summer you know when you've got that that high sun just coming right down on the water there too.
1: Absolutely, it is quite pleasant to be outside and and looking ahead like Monday, Tuesday. It's barely going to reach seventy degrees for a high, so we get our first uh, brief taste of fall coming up here.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's true, and and in terms of uh, you know in terms of the uh, the streams and things like that, uh, you know, are are we seeing you know major changes in uh, uh, they stay pretty pretty. I guess, consistent in terms of, say, the water temperature, unless we get a real hot spell. But uh, uh, right now, I mean, water temperature-wise, it's uh, it's pretty comfortable for the fish, isn't it? Absolutely,
1: positively, yes. Yeah, as you pointed out, since these are all spring creeks and they're all bubbling up from the ground, you know, we have the natural refrigerator of, of the ground that uh, is keeping everything cool. Springs will be flowing anywhere from 50 to uh, the no high 50s coming out of the ground there. And right now, overall water temperatures, because we aren't in that midsummer heat-wavy type stuff, you're looking at uh, mid to low 50s up to maybe 60 degrees on the biggest, warmest creeks, which is just about ideal for fishing.
0: Okay. And, and I guess what's, what is the, uh, um, before we get to the, the close of the season or whatever, what, uh, what do you normally see for, uh, for water temperatures? I mean, is it, does, you know, a dropping water temperature tend to, uh, to slow those fish down or is it, you know, uh, until practically the creeks freeze over, the, the fish are still active?
1: yeah, the, the fish will be active even beyond the closing of season. Again, the, the springs being a very stable flow, a very stable temperature, but a slight drop in water temperature from summertime, where it's 60, maybe 65 at the highest there, a slight drop into the uh, the low 50s to mid 50s, really triggers fish to feed, gets things moving again. So, as long as it's not a massive drop in water temperature, do it like 40 degrees, which I hope it doesn't happen because something's really gone wrong then, uh, will, we'll see very solid consistency Distant water temperature and flow, barring any kind of crazy uh, nature events, from here through the end of season.
0: That is uh, that is true. And as far as uh, um, you know, places to go. What uh, uh, you know are, are um, I, I guess. Do you have any recommendations or, or favorite areas that uh, or favorite streams that uh, that you really enjoy and have seen uh, a lot of success for uh, a lot of success this year with. Well,
1: the nice thing about this time of year being another peak of season is everything fishes consistently well. I prefer this time of year some bigger, more wide-open meadow streams because they usually have more grasshoppers to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the converse of that is true as well. Those really teeny-tiny headwater streams with all the brush kind of growing over them, they are really good to fish little ants and typically get better aquatic insects. So if you're looking to splat a hopper, look for those big grazed meadows. If you're looking to do a little more you know, technical fishing and, and get in underneath some brush, go to those headwater colder streams and throw some ants or, or natural mayfly patterns.
0: And there's certainly uh, plenty of, of uh, both of those kinds of locations in the, uh, down in the Vernon County area and, yeah, well, and around the area in general for that matter.
1: Absolutely, positively. Pretty much every valley in the area has a trout stream rolling through it, so you know, make sure you check your, your DNR regulations and your map books and whatnot that you're on public property, which there's a ton of here, and it's always very well marked. I think go and have some fun.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, is this, is this kind of your favorite time of year?
1: absolutely positively it really is after you know a good spring season then you know typically a long hot summer it's nice to have things pick up again before season closes so it's almost like a, you know a bonus reward for the fishing for the trout fishing season that it gets really really good for the last month and a half
0: well that's and that's great to hear now you you mentioned when uh, you were talking about fishing some of those uh, terrestrials and things like that with a a little dropper what what kind of uh, what kind of uh, flies are you talking about here
1: So the easiest thing to do is a short stout leader to a grasshopper pattern, like a size 12 or a 14 grasshopper pattern, Mm -hmm. and then we'll tie right to the bend of the hook some tippet material, about two feet below that attaching a beadhead nymph. What that does for us is it gives us both a big, visible, usually foam grasshopper-type pattern Mm -hmm. that's easy to see and acts as an indicator or a bobber for the subsurface pattern, but that grasshopper is also something the fish can and will come up and eat.
0: Okay. And, and I guess, you know, in terms of, of, of the, the, catch anyway, which one do they, they tend to hit more often? Or is it pretty much even, you know, the, uh, uh, like the hopper pattern, for example, or, uh, uh, or the bead head?
1: On a really good day, you'll get a bunch of beets on the hopper, but a trout's diet is almost 90% of, it, uh, of its diet is subsurface, so the beethead is always going to outfish the surface pattern. It's far more fun to watch fish crush that hopper, but if you're looking for you know, numbers of fish, you definitely want to focus a bit more on the subsurface pattern.
0: Any, uh, any uh, big trout being uh, being caught this year, this summer that you've seen?
1: Yes. Yep, handful of big trout, and big trout love grasshoppers too, so that's always a good thing. And as we get closer to the end of season, as they start to get into kind of pre-spawn mode, uh, they'll spawn later on in the fall and into the early winter, they start to pack some pounds on. So as we get into October, we'll start fishing some streamers, some minnow patterns here, and get some really, really big fish. It's one of the better times to chase
0: some big fish in the Driftless. That is uh, that is wonderful. That is, uh, that's, uh, that's very good to hear. Anything else maybe, Matt, that you would... Uh you would suggest to, uh, to anglers, if they, uh, are of a mind to to head out to the, uh, to the streams there. some, anything else to, uh, uh, to keep in mind.
1: It's as you had pointed out earlier, at this point in the game, we can fish all day long. The sun's still going to be a little bit of a limiting factor. The better days are going to be when there are clouds in the sky or clouds in the water, but overall get out there and enjoy before it gets too chilly and, and season ends.
0: Yep. And, uh, uh, that is great well and, and then uh, look, before I uh, before I let you go here Matt as well let's talk a little bit about the the shop and how things uh, uh, you know what uh, you know if people are interested in uh, you know picking up some flies and, and uh, other tackle before they uh, they head out to the streams how can they do that
1: we are open seven days a week from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 8 until noon on Sundays. Uh, we are requiring masks for people entering the store, uh, and they can also shop online as well as check out our daily updated fishing report at driftlessangler.com.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, and I'm on, uh, I'm actually, I've got that open right now. I'm looking at that, uh, Energizer squirrel pattern that, uh, nice. you, you've got, uh, you've got pictured on your, uh, on your site today as well, is that, uh, Tungsten zebra midge, which I'm sure probably does uh, does very very well.
1: Yeah, from here on out, that zebra midge is one of our best fishing patterns.
0: Wow, great! And I mean, uh, nice. I don't want to say simple pattern or whatever, but it, it's not a you know, it it doesn't it's it doesn't have all the the frills and the color or whatever. But yeah, I bet it produces a ton of fish. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, man, I, I appreciate you uh, you taking a few minutes to uh, to chat with me here this morning. And uh, again, uh. uh Thank you very much, and uh, certainly want to wish you the, uh, the best of, of luck with the, uh, with the rest of the season here.
1: Thank you very, very much. We appreciate it. And uh, to all the listeners, get out there and take advantage of this nice weather and go catch some fish.
0: All right. Well, I, again, Matt, thanks. We'll, uh, we will chat with you soon. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Goodbye. And that is uh, Matt Wagner from the Driftless Angler down in Verroquen. Talking a little, uh, a little trout fishing here. Yeah. You know, during the, as they, uh, they give those, uh, as he puts out those fishing reports that, uh, uh, they, they talk about, they will, uh, usually drop a few, uh, suggested flies in there as well, photos and well, things that they sell, of course, but, uh, um, which is, a uh, you know, always, always helpful to get an idea of what, uh, what the fish are biting here, but yeah, it's, uh some cool patterns, uh, and I like tying flies, so, uh, I'm like, this is, uh, some nice stuff here, so yeah, I'm happy camper, i to get out there and get a, uh, get a rod in the water there and have some fun, and, uh, I guess, well, yeah, a little less than a month and a half left until mid-October, so get out there and enjoy it. Okay, uh, it is 835, almost 836, I'm going to take a break and then come back in just a few moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.